Welcome back to Sports Call, Tiger 95.9. Ryan LaVoy, Brooks Childress with you as we are pleased to go to the Orthopedic Clinic phone line. And we now welcome on the head basketball coach of Auburn University, Coach Bruce Pearl, onto the show today. Coach Pearl, it's game day. We're all very excited. And uh, I, I just want to know how you've gotten up this morning knowing that Auburn basketball has a game today. <laughs> well, good to be with you, Ryan. Good to be with you, Brooks. Um, I, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I like my team. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, we had a good workout on Sunday uh, in a private scrimmage against Furman, so I thought we, were, you know, I thought we, we walked away from that pleased with how hard we played. Um, but this is a team with a lot of new pieces and a team that's going to kind of continue to uh, continue to learn and grow and, and get better. And, and uh, we've got a daunting non-conference schedule, so it, 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 it's going to heat up real quick. And coach, with that non-conference schedule, I remember last year talking about the the goal was to get teams that were projected to or the potential to win their leagues. This year, it feels that there are some more power conference teams on the schedule. Also, the venues that you're going to. I mean, you're going everywhere from South Dakota to New York to Atlanta to Huntsville. Just talk about how excited you are for the kind of the difference of, of schedules in the non-conference this year. Well, you know, Ryan, when you schedule the non-conference, you send your team and your program a message about where you want them and where you see them. Um, you know, fortunately, um, we've won enough that I'm not worrying about my job security right now. Um, that's not, you know, taking it lightly. But a lot of coaches can't play the kind of schedule we're playing right now because if we're not successful, um, you could lose your job. And um, But I, I, we're trying to keep Auburn basketball relevant on a national stage. And that's, that's, that's hard to do. It's easier to get it going than it is to keep it going. So when there was an opportunity to open up against Baylor on a nationally televised ESPN game, and, you know, there's not a whole lot else going on that night, um, we had a jump at that. Um, and then, you know, nobody wanted to play Notre Dame in Brooklyn because of the incredible fan base that the Fighting Irish have in New York City. That's going to be like a road game. Um but by placing my players in those situations and being able to compete in those situations, um, it's going to get us ready for SEC play. It's going to make us a better team. You know, there's got to be a balance, though, between scheduling too hard and, 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 and the possibility of losing confidence in each other and what we do. And that certainly could happen in this non-conference. Um, or being able to handle the adversity of some losses, learn from them, and, and, and grow. And that's what I'm hoping we can do. Coach Pearl, over the offseason, something happened with your program that hasn't really happened a lot since you've uh, taken over, and that's an assistant coach departed. Uh, and there was a lot of staff shuffling, uh, and you know, your son Stephen was elevated to associate head coach. Talk about some of those moves that you made over the offseason with reshuffling that coaching staff. Well, Stephen is, uh, is ready, and he's had an opportunity to be head coach at a lot of different places for the, la- for the last several years. And he's just stayed loyal to Auburn and loyal to me, and um, I'm hoping one day he's going to be the next head coach here at Auburn, um, and he's certainly prepared for it. Um, and uh, it was, it was a, uh, something that you know, we discussed as a staff. You know, Ira Bowman is incredibly valuable to this staff in so many ways uh, as a recruiter, as a coach, as a teacher, as a role model. I mean, he's one of the best assistants in the country. And moving Stephen to associate coach was something that I understood, blessed, and um, and then bringing in Corey Williams, a KG vet, great person, 
very well respected in the industry, um, and uh, was a great player himself. Uh, great uh, with with a great communicator, teacher with our players. Um, so I think it just add to it. And, and then I think the other, the other thing that's mo- as as significant as anything, the NCAA added two more assistant coaches, partly so that um, uh, that when when your guys that are recruiting are on the road, you're able to have some coaches back home still coaching and teaching um, because um, uh, it's just uh, we're able to train year-round. And um, I don't have recruiters. I've got coaches. I have fathers. I have teachers that also have to recruit, Stephen, Ira, uh, and Corey. Um, I think most coaches went out and, and brought in some other talent. I had talent in the program. I was able to elevate Chad Pruitt. Uh, to an assistant coach, I was able to. Who's been with Chad's been with me now ten years. I was able to elevate Mike Burgermaster, who came in as a grad assistant um, and worked his way through the different, you know, operational uh, positions to become an assistant coach at age twenty-eight, I think. Um, and so, um, I, I really, I've got, to, I really, really feel good about my staff, and uh, most importantly, so do my players. And then, Coach, looking at your, your roster coming into this year, you brought in a lot of new pieces this offseason, but one piece that stayed here uh, was Janiah Broom. Talk about having a guy like that back for another year uh, on this uh, this program. Well, Janiah came back for a couple reasons. Um, personally, you know, he wanted to elevate his draft stock. Um, he wanted to expand his game. And I think you'll see an expansion of his game offensively as a playmaker and a shooter. Um, uh, in addition to his ability to be an old-school back to the basket force on the inside. What I'd like from him to do is become more of a factor on the defensive end. Um, he accomplishes those things that he's got a chance to elevate his draft stock. Um, and, um, you know, but you can't talk about Janai without talking about Dylan Cardwell uh, because together I think we'll have, you know, for 40 minutes, we'll have as good a five-man as there is in the league. You know, Dylan impacts the game in such a way defensively in the air, um, making his teammates better. Um, and so, you know, it's it, it, it's a position that we're really solid and, and, and got two really good players there. Talking to Bruce Pearl today on Sports Call Coach, one or two more for you. I know you've got a busy schedule today. Uh, I want to talk point guards and uh, not the angle maybe you've been asked already here in the fall. I know everyone's curious about who will start, but what I'm curious about, let's say we see the best version of Trey Donaldson, the Trey Donaldson we started to see in the NCAA tournament. Let's say we see why Aiden Hallway was a five-star recruit from the very beginning. What's the interest level from you in playing them both at the same time at any point? Well, I think that that is possible, and I think they're both playing really well, and you will see the Trey Donaldson that you saw at the end of last season. Um, And so... That's a really good. That's that's good news. Um, that's going to depend on what how KD Johnson and Denver Jones, uh, Le- Leor Berman, uh, Chris Moore, and Chad Baker play. Those are the other five guards in the program, and um, depending upon you know either injury or performance, uh, that'll determine whether or not Trey and Aiden would play together. Uh, it's certainly a possibility, um, um, but right now. If they're if they're if they're going to play 40 minutes in a game and they're both going to play, the idea is to have a really good point guard at the floor at all times. And then, Coach Pearl, finally, I know that uh, this team, the, the guys you brought in, expected to shoot a whole lot better 
than maybe the last couple of teams, but I know you voiced your concerns on the defensive end to start the season. What are some of the things that you're looking for in terms of improvement defensively as you go through the first part of the schedule? Well, the challenge is, is going to be simply to guard your yard. The challenge is just step by your ability to stay in front of somebody. Uh, the secondary defender cannot come over and rotate take charges like they were before because of some rule changes. And so you're going to see guys having the ability to drive the ball all the way to the basket. Now the question is, can we challenge shots without fouling? That, that, that skill set of guarding one-on-one and being able to retreat and force people to take tough twos uh, without always rotating. Or when I rotate, we rotate over. We're able to rotate over, block shots, and sink and fill on the backside and rebound. That right there would be probably number one in 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 in, in our ability, you know, to uh, to win and be more successful on the defensive end uh, tonight against Auburn Montgomery. They'll have some guys by virtue of being smaller than us uh, as a Division two school to be able to drive by us, and when they do, what are the results? Um, and if we can make them miss and rebound and run um, versus fouling them and giving them easy ones, that's going to be the, the that's going to be the the tail. Coach Pearl, obviously we're very fired up for basketball season. We're looking forward uh, to seeing these veterans return, to seeing these new guys in the fold, and uh, we certainly wish you well this season. We hope to talk to you again down the line. Okay, thank you guys so much. Appreciate being with you this morning. Absolutely. That's Coach Bruce Pearl joining us today on Sports Call.